and welcome to the Let's Not Panic podcast. We're two practical people chronicling a pretty impractical trip from San Francisco to Patagonia and back again. We're trying not to panic. If you're just joining us, I'm Maggie. And I'm Adam. And we're a married couple who've quit our jobs, given up our lease, and hit the road in a Toyota 4Runner that's now our home. Yes, indeed. And currently, actually for the third or fourth week in a row, our podcast recording studio. Yeah. And I think we have an audience, Maggie. These people over here in the little campsite next to us are... Well, don't look at them. Don't make eye contact. (laughs) (laughs) We already look like huge weirdos with our headphones and our microphones while we're sitting in a car in a picnic spot. Yeah. And this family is just trying to eat like normal people, enjoying a picnic spot in Mm. the correct manner. Mm -hmm. And then there's us (laughs) staring at them now. We are incorrect. And we're also in Yellowstone. That's true. But... But The last time we recorded, we Mm -hmm. were in Calgary. Yeah. Uh, Cool city, right? Yeah, it's fine. It was my birthday town, so... But we kind of ruined your birthday, because... No, it was fine. Okay, because the night before your birthday, we recorded our bonus episode, Drunk Safari, Mm -hmm. and I would say that maybe we prepared, like, a little too hard. We were really prepared for that episode. (laughs) We were so prepared. (laughs) I was going to say. And the next day, it kind of ruined our day. (laughs) We were overprepared. Yeah. Like, (laughs) the next day, we were like, okay, like, today, for Adam's birthday, we're going to go CrossFit. We're we're going to go to this great barbecue and bourbon joint. Mm -hmm. Like, this is going to be great. And we both were like, I cannot possibly do CrossFit. Out of CrossFit, bourbon, and barbecue, I only felt like having one of those things happen to me. I know. Yeah. Um, It was pretty brutal. But we had the next day in Calgary, too, and we went ahead and did CrossFit, and we went back to the barbecue that place. That was your real birthday yeah, present. the was second day of barbecue in a row. Yeah, going to the exact same place and basically ordering the exact same thing. You got something different. I got the same thing. <laughs> it was good. Um, and from there, we left Canada. Yep. Yep. Which... Um, we'll be back in there probably at some point, but we crossed into Montana, into Glacier National Park. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, it was Montana. I'm trying to think because Idaho kind of snakes up in there and gets in the mix. No, we basically just passed through Idaho yeah. to get to the Grand Tetons. W- you're right. We were definitely in the dead center of Montana. And Glacier was beautiful. It was yeah. mostly just a really beautiful drive for us. Um, mm-hmm. We stopped and saw the glaciers. Mm-hmm. We Which have, are melting. Yeah. We have seen larger glaciers on this trip We'll just say. Don't be a glacier no, snob. <laughs> no offense to Glacier National Park. Like, no offense, but <laughs> you're all right. Um, yeah. It was beautiful and green, though, and we did wild camping outside the park in the National Forest, I and have, that was great. Yeah, I have really been liking that. I think that's been the theme of this last week. It's just mm-hmm. we're at these really, really popular national parks. It's very, very busy. There's no Everything's way, full. There's no way in hell we're going to get a campsite, and if we could get a campsite, it would be the kind of camping that we're kind of like... A little sick of where we are just so packed in with everyone. I think we're just too misanthropic for that. You're like, ugh, humans. What are you doing here? It's a lot of humans. (laughs) Um, But these wild camping spots, especially some of them, especially the one outside of Glacier where we had to drive down these back roads Mm -hmm. and kind of backtrack a lot and back up for like hundreds of yards when we got stuck in a dead end just to find the entrance to this campsite that we eventually found. You know, just like a, a informal spot in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Very beautiful. Um, Great views. Yeah. It and was so, really like a lovely camp spot. One of our best wild camp spots in a while. The last, I think this last week has had a few of the the best camp spots. No. A couple nights. Because we also, well, we can get into it. Because yeah, then we we'll went to, to the it. Grand Tetons. 
yeah. um, which are beautiful. But we, we got in really late. We, yeah, we drove really far. I changed up the plan because we were planning to just drive to Yellowstone. But I realized that it would be better to go as far south all at once and then take our time coming north. So mm-hmm. Grand Tetons is as far south as we're going to go. And then we're he- we headed into Yellowstone from there. But as you said, we yeah. got there really late. And it turns out a lot of people do wild camping outside the Tetons. Like yeah. people are tuned into that. That is not the like special secret that it is other places. Yeah. So getting there at dusk, every spot that we tried to find was either blocked off for some reason. I think mm-hmm. they don't want four by fours driving through steep hills. Which fair. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. And if it wasn't blocked off then it was occupied. Um yeah. so we ended up also just fair. Driving really far down this forest road and then having to just pick a spot that's basically in a kind of a damp, rivery, mosquito-y spot that was really, really heavy on mosquitoes. Yeah. We should have taken a picture at night there, though, because the stars from there were mm. amazing. Yeah. That was great start. We haven't seen stars like that in a, in a while. I feel like even the spots in Canada we went to, probably because it was too smoky from the fires. Yeah. Um, we didn't see very many stars, and we both uh, ducked out of the tent in the middle of the night because we both needed to pee and looked up, and it was like full Milky Way, gorgeous sky. Yeah. But when it was also really buggy, so neither of us were willing to take a picture. <laughs> yeah, when you get into bug defense protocols, it's like, oh, geez, I don't want to be outside for any amount of time longer than I need uh, than I need to. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway... We went from there to Yellowstone. Yeah, well, w- one thing that was nice was we woke up, and again, we didn't like the spot very much, so we just packed up the tent and got in the car and left, and then we found a place just on a big lookout point for the Tetons. Yeah, And just right in the parking lot, just set up for breakfast. Yeah. Which I actually kind of liked. It was nice. I, I liked it because the view was amazing. I didn't like how <laughs> visible we were because people kept, like, driving by me like, huh, look at you, and, like, everyone would stare. And this one guy drove by, rolled down his window and goes, way to go and then just drove off yeah <laughs> like okay thanks man he made me feel good i thought yeah. yeah i was like way to go yeah you're right this is the way <laughs> this to go is the way to go way to go us yeah so we got to make breakfast under the tetons which was great yeah and it wasn't buggy there at all Mm-mm. um and then we went from there into yellowstone yep yep mm-hmm. um we well so we went into the tetons to take showers first oh yeah those showers it had were been glorious. already we were like three or four d- three days in from having been in any sort of like shower place, yeah, three days camping in a row, yeah, starting to get a little stinky. It so was gross. We um, were gross, and also not places where it's private enough to take a shower with our pump shower. So no. it was like not a good. We didn't have a solution, so mm. it was just like getting increasingly disgusting. We do not use that pump shower. You know what? We've I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and call it least valuable player. Yeah, LVP <laughs> for our whole trip. Like if you're considering doing this kind of thing it's probably just worth it to hold out for a regular shower. Yeah, I mean, it's always Except better. Except for in the desert. It was really nice in the desert. The one time when you actually wanted to cool down and it was the only way to cool down. But mm-hmm. there's so many conditions that have to intersect in order for it to be time to use that shower. Yeah. You have to have the extra water. Mm-hmm. It has to be warm outside. You have to be have a lot of time and you have to have pretty relative privacy. You don't want to just... I mean, you can wear a bathing suit while you wear it. But then uh, you're while not you wash, But yeah, you don't really get in there. Yeah. So it's all, it just doesn't fit with our way of travel, I think. It's easier to just be like, okay, we need to make a point out of finding a shower today. Yeah. Which is what we did. And they had coin-operated showers, and it was great, except that was where Maggie forgot her towel. <laughs> Come on, you got to <laughs> call me out? And I came out of the shower, and she's like, man, I forgot my towel. 
I had to use my baseball cap to, to dry myself. All right, listen. <laughs> it worked really well, first of all. <laughs> How did that even work? Exactly like you'd think. I rubbed the baseball hat all over my naked butt. <laughs> Uh, I call that pretty ridiculous. I I think it was pretty good problem solving. I got dry. It was just yeah. my hair that was like real drippy. Looks like you came out of the shower and yeah, were like a I, I stood and I drip dried for as long as I could, and then I used the baseball cap just to the best of my of ability. Of all things, the baseball cap is like okay. Okay, well, it was that or the clothes I was wearing, right. which was like a flimsy right, white that, T-shirt, and yeah. that wasn't an option, or my jean shorts, and then you're like sitting in damp shorts all day. Mm-hmm. That's gross. Yeah. So after that, we were ready to hit strike out for Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. And Yellowstone's a very large park. Mm-hmm. It is gorgeous. I have yeah. been here before, but not in such a like roaming around in a car type of way. And I think it's a really good way to see Yellowstone because it's so big. Yeah. They have such varied landscape. Mm-hmm. And it really lets you get away from the really congested area. So, like, we haven't even gone to see Old Faithful yet. We're going to do that right after we record. Mm -hmm. Um, But yesterday, we drove out to Lamar Valley. Yeah, which my mom and my stepdad, John, like, highly, highly, highly recommended for good reason because it's beautiful. Yeah, it, it was gorgeous. And I've set a new bucket list animal to see now that I've seen so many wild cats in the wild. Mm-hmm. I wild really want cats in the wild? Well. That's where you'd find uh, them. I meant to say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've seen so many big cats yeah. in the wild. Yeah, there um, you go. There you go. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> I really want to see wolves. Uh, I mean, bears, Your namesake. too. Not because of that. <laughs> My favorite way to piss Adam off is to tell him I'm going to get a bunch of family stuff monogrammed for us that says the wolves. No, you don't. You, it's a proper name, so it's wolves. That's all. Wolves. No, see? Not, <laughs> not funny. I love how angry it makes you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, see, you know, seeing wolves in the wild, that sounds awesome to me. A pack yeah. especially. Um, and apparently that's where your mom and John saw them in Lamar Valley. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to, you know, go check it out. We were there yeah. in the evening. Unfortunately, no luck, but we did see a lot of bison. So many bison. They're all over the place. And let's see, what do we do after Lamar Valley? Well, we left the park and we did mm-hmm. a wild camp in the National Forest again. Right. Free. Free. Um, this spot was, you know, a little, it wasn't it was, as buggy as that one spot we mentioned outside of the Grand Tetons National Park. But yes, it was. Yes, it was. I got assailed. I, I got eight bites in uh, the 20 minutes it took me to eat dinner. I think there are, there, I think there is a species of mosquito that really likes Maggie. Not all mosquitoes, but sometimes she is just such a target. Because I was out there for two or three hours and I got zero bites. Yeah. Okay. So a little bit of background. The night before, I was up from like 2.30 till 6 in the morning. Like I just couldn't sleep. Yeah. So I was a little off that whole day, just like kind of cockeyed and weary. And um, so Adam's like, why don't you go up in the tent and just like pull your shit together basically while I make dinner, which was very sweet of you. So you were out there for like a long time, mm-hmm. not a single mosquito bite. He had the anti-mosquito stuff going and it was working really well. And he's like, you know, I don't think they're biting right now. And I was like, word. So I came down and immediately got devoured. Yeah. I don't know what the deal was. I'm so itchy today. I know. I put permethrin <laughs> in the clothes that I'm wearing and I think I'm just less attractive to the mosquitoes. In general, like yeah. I, I put on deets. You didn't do that. I, d- I didn't put I very much deets in. I was covered head to toe. They bit me through pants. 
Right. I was covered too, though. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You just really get attacked. I mean, I had a little deed on, but I washed it off because I was like, oh, there's no bugs out here. It's fine. And I wanted <laughs> to put on a long sleeve shirt over the deed. I didn't want to rub it on my clothes. Yeah. Because that stuff is noxious. By the way, we never mentioned it. Canada sells DEET, but they don't sell anything stronger than 30%, whereas we're rolling around with 100% DEET. 98%. Not, well, yeah, but... Still. Uh, and I don't know why. Like, I guess it's because it's such a noxious so chemical. For you. Yeah. And <laughs> we were chatting with this one guy in the Canadian Rockies who was even more of a jam boy than I am. Like, he was getting eaten while we were all standing there together. I got to say, it was a very relaxing moment for me because uh-huh. someone else was getting eaten. And I was like, oh, do you want to use some of our DEET? And he looked at it like I had just offered, like, I don't know, like a gun. You want to just try shooting the mosquitoes with a gun? Like, he was like, <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> when he found out, like, what percent DEET we use. Yeah. And then we met those other overlanders, and they took a picture of it just to, like, prove to their friends <laughs> 98% DEET was for sale yeah. in the United States. I think we come uh, across as, like, reckless cowboys using that kind of stuff. I think we come across as reckless cowboys no matter what we do, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Adam, should we get into your technical corner? Yes, please. Well, oh, you what's want me, in it? You want me to begin? Yeah, I was like, I can't kick this off for you, <laughs> chum. So Yellowstone has a lot of up and down, a lot of big, steep grades. And so Shadow is a very heavy vehicle. We've talked about the brakes in the past. We've definitely done some work on the brakes. And I mentioned that we have modified our brakes. First of all, um, when you press on the brake, what's actually happening are these pads that are kind of like a plasticky material are clamping down on this big metal wheel that's attached to the actual wheel. And that thing that it clamps down on, that big metal wheel, is called the rotor. Um, anyway, so when we're going down these really windy mountain hills, it gets kind of scary in shadow because our brakes, compared to how heavy the vehicle is, still are straining very hard. Despite the fact that we've upgraded the brakes to be Toyota Tundra brakes, it still has to work really hard to stop the vehicle. So, one thing that happens is that our rotors get warped when they get really hot. And this is a common problem with Toyota 4Runners and any sort of underpowered brakes. Um, Basically, the metal gets heated up so much that little waves form in the material, in this big steel wheel, that are like little imperfections. And then those pads that are squeezing down on that big metal wheel, that rotor, um, start to like and like shake and vibrate um, as you're trying to brake. And that's a really big warning sign that you're straining your brakes. It's a good idea at that point to pull over and give it a rest. So that's one of the things we've been dealing with. And I just don't like it when the car shakes. It's an unnerving feeling. Yeah, it's unnerving. And it's, you know, like you're getting to the point where you're also going to start burning up the brake pads. And that's the point where like brakes can fail. So we are very cautious about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The other thing to do that people know about, but I think I'll mention here, is to put your car in lower gear. So when you're driving a manual, you can just select a gear that's going to make your your revs the the tachometer be at like 3000 to 4000 maybe even 4500 rpms uh, when you're driving an automatic that means downshifting from drive to number 2 or low and we have been using low a lot to you know really really brake and then when you do that you really don't even have to use the brakes around a lot of the curves mm-hmm. so then it's just a matter of choosing two or low depending on how steep it is, and using the brakes very sparingly, using them in short little bursts. 
So that's kind of what's going on when you're going downhill. You might sometimes smell burning. That could be your brakes. At that point, you definitely want to pull over and just let them cool off for five or ten minutes. Mm -hmm. Just be aware of it in general. Um, Because it is obviously a very important thing to be able to stop the vehicle. I agree. Hard agree. Hard (laughs) agree. Maggie, Mm -hmm. what is in your self-care pillow fort? Um... I think this one's like truly emotional self-care, which is different because often I'm like, oh, we stayed in a hotel or whatever it was. Um, But we're getting close to getting home and I'm getting anxious about finding a job and that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And Adam and I had a talk because I was kind of freaking out about it. And I think just naming that I'm anxious and being like, yep, that's what's happening was a really important moment of self-care. Yeah, and I was a bad partner for a little bit because I was, no, no, I'll, I'll call it out because we talked about it and we figured it out. But yeah. I was like, hey, Maggie, come on, let's just focus on enjoying the trip. Let's, let's just not, not talk, talk about, about this stuff. Or like you're talking about it too much. Any sort of limiting like that is what I was trying to do. Just like, hey, you know, let's enjoy. Let's not dwell on the future. This is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not helpful, obviously, because that makes you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to. Yeah. So well, I apologize. Thank for you that. for your on air, uh, on air extra apology. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's an interesting, it's yeah, an interesting no, it, it dynamic. Is. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm freaking out a little bit too. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, it's hard not to start to think about it when yeah. it's only a few weeks away. Yeah. Um, anyway, by the way, I, some of my old colleagues and stuff have started reaching out to me, um, because they saw the podcast name is San Francisco a scam with job listings in like Madrid and Mexico City. <laughs> I was like, oh no, we're still coming home. Like we thought yeah. about how San Francisco is a scam, but we're still going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> we just have so many people and our yeah. whole infrastructure is there. But I thought that that was really funny. Yeah, I've gotten that too uh, yeah. from people I've talked to. Like, oh, I'm surprised you're coming back because I agree. San Francisco is kind of a scam. <laughs> it's my favorite scam. I can't yeah, help it. It is. It's our favorite scam. So should we get into the Bs? Let's do it. What right. are the Bs, though? As always, they stand for. As always, they stand for beautiful, brutal, and bizarre. So yes, Adam, indeed. What is your choice this week for beautiful? Beautiful. Um, so leaving Grand Tetons National Park and entering Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Right at the beginning of Yellowstone, from the south entrance, uh, there's this great entrance road and you're kind of winding along on the bank of this huge river and there's a big big canyon Mm -hmm. and we stopped there because we just saw like kind of peeking through the trees this really amazing vista where you see this canyon that has been eroded away over whatever however many hundred thousands of years and the river was like really really green and there were intense rapids down there and we were able to like climb down on these granite rocks and get this amazing overlook of this spot. And I just thought it was a really beautiful spot with a river. Yeah. You could just kind of see like how powerful the river had been for all this time to create this giant Canyon. Yeah. Really liked it. Maggie, your pick. Mm, I think so in both grand Tetons and in Yellowstone, there's like a preponderance of wildflowers, Mm -hmm. yellow and white and pink and purple and blue. And I, have just never seen so many wildflowers and it makes some of these hillsides so beautiful. Yeah. So that's my choice. That's a good pick. Yeah. What's your choice this week for brutal? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say my own misanthropic nature <laughs> with all the people. Like it's a self-inflicted wound and to be angry like 
at what's going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your rageometer has been off the charts following people. Just people. Yeah. The roads. You know, people will see a, a goddamn bison mm-hmm. and they'll just stop their cars in the middle of the road mm-hmm. and cause the biggest traffic jam because it's a one lane road. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to, the worst was yesterday. There was some asshole that decided he was going to bypass all the traffic and go down the other lane. So I, I guess it's a two-lane road, one oncoming, one going our way. And we're backed up for, like, 50 cars. Someone starts driving down the other lane and blocks that lane so that other cars coming the other way can't go. So if multiple people took the same tack, we would have just been in a deadlock traffic situation. So just, like, that kind of stuff, like, ah, people, yeah. so many people. This is such an amazing place, but, yeah. like, the campgrounds being packed the visitor centers being a zoo every time we go in there the bathrooms having a line like yeah uh, it's a lot people i know but it makes you very mad i'm, I'm getting mad instead I of my, i forgot <laughs> my point my point is actually that i should just take a chill pill yes that's the brutal Hard my, <laughs> my attitude about it is the brutal yeah there have um, been like several moments where i've been like okay adam i think it's time to calm down yeah <laughs> we're I just feel like we've been on the road for a year. Get out, get out of our way. That's not the way the world is ever <laughs> going to work. Like, ever. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> Maggie, mm-hmm. your pick for Brutal? Definitely the bugs last night. Oh, just last night. Oh, well, God. you did get, like, eight bites. I got eight bites in 20 minutes. Yeah. With all that mosquito stuff going around us, like the, we had two coils on either side of me and the electric thing all pumping. There was a moment where the electric thing was right next to you. It was next to my thigh on the chair, and I still got bitten while that was going on. On your thigh. Yeah, on, <laughs> on my thigh. thigh. It was. <sighs> yeah. That was so unfair. It was like, I did everything right. Why are you doing this to me? Yeah. <laughs> it felt very personal. Yeah. I was personally affronted it by was, it. It was rough. I tried to do everything. I, I made a fire. Mm-hmm. We had three mosquito prevention devices mm-hmm. and a fire going. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't getting attacked at all. So I was like, all right, we're good. <sighs> we're good for Maggie to come down out of the tent. Nope. No. Hard no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other. This isn't brutal at all. This was very sweet of you. I was getting destroyed by bugs. And Adam was like, you know what? I'll, I'll clean up dinner. You just... You just go upstairs. <laughs> Esconce yourself. Yeah, please, yeah. please go. Just, just go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, uh-huh. what's your choice this week for bizarre? Oh, I got a good one. Mm-hmm. So, we are in very close quarters, and mm-hmm. we discuss with each other basically everything about our personal care, mm-hmm. right, Maggie? And one of the patterns. No. <laughs> <laughs> One of the patterns I've noticed is that when we're on a long stretch of camping... You don't have to tell anyone about this. (laughs) Maggie doesn't poop. Come on! (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, we've seen this before. It's like we get to day three or day four in a row of camping, and it's like, Maggie, have you still not pooped? And she's like, no. (laughs) Come on! (laughs) I still haven't pooped. (laughs) I'm like, you're you're squirreling away your poop. I can't help it. (laughs) my body knows yeah it's like if you do that you could get eaten by bears (laughs) (laughs) so she'll hold on to her poop and i know it's not like a deliberate choice like she's not consciously clenching to make this happen i would do it yeah but um we maggie has a video conference coming up and so as a 
preemptive thing. We were like, okay, well, let's go to this hotel in this town that's on our way out of Yellowstone and make sure that they'd have all of the things that we need for you to do your video conference and for us to check in, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Make sure everything's good. Check the internet, for instance. Um, so we, we show up there, and this is day three of us camping, and Maggie's on one of her no-poop stretches. Come on. And <laughs> I'm cool. like, Maggie, have you still not pooped? And she's like, yeah, I really want to poop. I can't poop. Um, <laughs> and then we go. Do I sound like that? <laughs> then we go to this hotel, and just walking in towards the front door of the hotel, Maggie's like, ooh. <laughs> I think I have a poop. Come on. <laughs> and we're talking to the lady at the front desk, and Maggie gives me a look, and she's like, I will be right back. <laughs> and she slips off for a few minutes, and she has, as in her own words, a glorious poop. Come on. <laughs> so all it really takes is just, like, the facade of a hotel, really, to make this happen. <laughs> okay. I wish they had that here, like, in Yellowstone. Just It looks like a big hotel. And you just walk towards it. And I'm pretty sure that would be enough All right. for you, you just settle down. <laughs> to trigger your poop. All right. Uh, All so right. I call that bizarre. You're just, oh, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, what's your pick for bizarre? I want to figure out something that makes fun of you now. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have anything right now. Oh, yes, I do. Oh, my God, I do. I'm going to change it. My original oh, bizarre geez. was going to be... A million people stopping to take a picture of the same bison. Yeah. And this is like a very bison-rich area, so there's no reason for everyone to stop in the only place where there's nowhere for anyone to pull over and block traffic. Mm -hmm. But now my bazaar is going to be Adam's propensity for hypochondria on my behalf. Oh, come on. This is... All right. Okay. So, for example, one time I bought a pair of sweatpants... And then I got this rash on my tummy and I was like, oh my God, like this is really uncomfortable. I don't know what's going on. And Adam was like, okay, no reason to panic, Maggie, but I think we should get you to a hospital like right now. And I was like, oh, okay. So we go to this free clinic and they're like, oh, you have these sweatpants on. Do you see how these, the band goes right across where the rash is? Like are these new sweatpants? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, well, often there's a chemical in it, yada, yada, yada. You're just having an allergic reaction. Take this Benadryl and go home. And I was like, okay, cool. And so we're leaving it out. I was like, thank God. And I was like, why? He was like, I thought you had HIV. <laughs> <laughs> and so just like whatever the symptom is, the sim- he goes it's to a the symptom. absolute worst but thing I, I it could be. I don't tell you until after we get it checked I know, but or whatnot. It's hilarious. Uh, so this time... I got a mosquito bite on my butt. <laughs> it may not have been a mosquito bite. That's all. We were in tick country. Anyway. And it had a little bit of a rash around it. And then yesterday it's I was funny. feeling really tired and I got a headache because mm-hmm. I was I was so mm-hmm. sleep deprived. And when I came up in the tent. I'd had a little bit of hot cold flashes. Yeah. So there you go. So Adam Warning was like, signs. you have Lyme disease. No, I didn't. S- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say you have Lyme disease. I said, I'm worried about you because you're now exhibiting flu like flu-like symptoms. <laughs> so anyway, this morning, laugh about this. we had to spend a lot of time doing research, and I feel great is the other thing. That doesn't mean anything. All right. It doesn't, it, you can feel great. Some people never even show any symptoms. It's, I think it's too soon to joke. <laughs> mm. I, so I'm, <laughs> I was saying like, maybe we should just book it for a doctor just to be sure. Because if you catch Lyme disease really early, it's not 
a catastrophic thing. Otherwise, it is. So I'm, okay, you're laughing at me. You're laughing at me. I think you should <laughs> knock on something. Knock on something. Not on me. Ow. I knocked on his head. All right. That's our episode for this week. <laughs> <laughs> you can support our show by going to patreon.com slash let's not panic where you will find our bonus episode, which we prepared for thoroughly. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about this one. People have given a lot of good feedback. They're mm-hmm. already coming at us with other animals. The animals mm-hmm. that we did, uh, the format is each of us research and talk mm-hmm. about an animal. Mm-hmm. I did the Komodo dragon. Mm-hmm. Maggie did. A hippopotamus. A hippopotamus. And we talk about all the important facts and, you know, just like be the definitive source for all the best information. Mm -hmm. It's very scientific and important. And the important thing is it's Maggie's show and I'm just a guest and, (laughs) you know, she's great. So. All right. So so you can find that at patreon.com slash let's not panic. It's true. And going forward, we'll be heading north through Idaho and Montana and into Washington State. Yep, Seattle. For a wedding Mm -hmm. and to see my family and to generally enjoy the sparkly green perfection that is Seattle summer. Mm -hmm. Best Mm -hmm. time to be there. And then I think we're going to have a little time to go back into Canada Mm -hmm. to uh, Victoria Island. And Vancouver. Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And then we're headed back. We're on the homeward stretch. Yeah. You can see pictures from our trip and stay updated on our Instagram at Let's Not Panic. I think I have a picture of my beautiful. We'll see oh, how great. it came out of that yeah. gorge, the river gorge. Yeah. That'll be on Instagram. Yeah. I and I put up an Instagram story. Oh, we forgot to talk about the wild spot in Montana where we found all the bullet casings, dog shit, and beer cans. Mm-hmm. Well, you just did. Yeah. Well, that moral happens. of that story is don't leave that in a campsite, jerks. That's, that was the spot I was talking about. That this was is why we can't such, have nice things. Such a beautiful spot. That was a really good spot. Yeah. Don't ruin it. Yeah. With shotgun casings everywhere. I feel both ways about iOverlander because people just ruin spots once they put them on iOverlander. I like how that one specifically was like, this is my favorite spot. I'm really don't reluctant to ruin put it here. It. Please don't ruin it. And then we get there and some jerk had come through and I don't know what was wrong with his dog, but <laughs> the dog went everywhere. I'm yeah. hoping it was the dog and not the person. <laughs> and beer cans and like tiny bullet casings and huge shotgun shells. Like it was... The, those aren't shotgun shells, but yeah. They weren't? No, they're, they're rifle so rounds. Giant. They're big rifle rounds. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, that's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. Because when it's all in that spot like that, you know they're not hunting yeah, or just like doing something cool. They're just shooting their gun off. Well, shooting guns off is kind of cool, but clean up after yourself. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. They were everywhere. Yeah, so Maggie's completely anti-gun. I think they're cool just as a, like a scientific marvel, but I, I don't I don't like having any sort of negative consequences I'd from I back them. down on some of my gun stuff. I think there's a lot of responsible gun owners. Right. So... That's real. Yeah. And actually, so I posted on Instagram, this is what made me think of it, a story from that, mm-hmm. like one of those little temporary things that's only up for 24 hours, a picture of all the, like, not even all of, just like a little handful of the um, bullet casings we found. And a gun owner reached out and was like, I, I just want you to know, like, please don't let this give us all a bad name. Most of us are way more responsible than that. And I was like, you know what, sir, I believe you. Right. Yeah. But that person was a jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, you can also subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. We love it when you do that. It's true. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. This is what it sounds like where we are. Maggie's losing patience for this. 
beautiful place that we are. Pretty cool over this way also. I'm pretty into it. <laughs> Maggie's a little afraid of heights. Uh, Yeah, you get out of here safely. <laughs> 